Welcome back to the Marty Party. We're still number one in America, getting even more number one every week. This is episode five. Uh, I'm here with a good friend of mine, a uh, fellow agent here at Rebate House, Joey. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. So uh, if you all haven't met Joey, uh, like I said, he's an agent here on the team. Um, real excited to have him here. He is, it, it's actually interesting, right? So going back, I'll, I'll tell this story. So going back on how Joey and I met, um, Joe used to work for a new construction home builder. Most of the guests that we featured on the Marty Party so far have been uh, new home sales reps. So Joe used to do that job. Uh, met him over uh, on the other side of New Braunfels, kind of the north side, and he he was out there with Bella Vista. And uh, now you're here. So yeah, welcome yeah, I'm here with the with the the Marty Party. <laughs> the Marty Party, absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for the invite. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, so let's do this. So let's let's learn who Joey is. Who is Joey? Back up to the beginning. Who are you? Uh, I am born and raised in San Antonio, okay. uh, Southeast San Antonio. All right. And, um, moved to, I went to Central Catholic High School. Okay. And I moved to, uh, New Braunfels probably about 10 years ago. Got in real estate. Yep. Before that was in the gym industry for about, I guess, seven years. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just, uh, now I'm a realtor with you, <laughs> no, and we work together now. That's really weird. It's very weird. I remember the first day meeting you when you came to my model to, like, see me here now. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> no, it's okay. It's not that bad. You're making it sound way worse than it is. I'm just like, what's going on? No, it's, it's not that. Honda, like. Honda Civic. Tercel. It was a Honda no. Civic. We still own that car. It's in the yeah. parking lot. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's, it's wrapped. Oh, but yeah. Yes. It's, so that is, that's a good, that's obviously good during kind of back to the beginning of, of where it kind of began for us. Um. What's neat about, you know, I think our relationship, friendship, workship now is just that it's kind of evolved over the years, right? Like when I met you and you were at the builder, we were doing a lot of business together. You know, you guys had prospects that, you know, you were referring to us and we were bringing people back to y'all. And then it's kind of turned into from there, you know, we, we used to have poker games in cloud country. Yeah, right? poker games you know, and hang out with the homeowners. UFC fights yep. and yeah, hang out with the homeowners and just meet a bunch of people that become friends yep. and it's weird, but it's cool. It's fun. It is fun. And now, it's, and then now here. So you've been an agent last two years. Um, just, this is good cause we haven't really had anyone in this situation. So, you know, a lot of people have seen the new home sales reps. They've seen how that was, how that is, you know, obviously there's a lot of difficulty in the market. Um, and for you, you know, we kind of joke about it, but it's true. You made the switch at literally the worst possible absolute time because the last two yeah. years were, you know, easy for yes. sales reps, Yeah. but now it's kind of flipping. Right. So, you know, how in general, right. Even though it was difficult, you know, what's it been like, I mean, going from new home sales in an office to a realtor, how's that been in general? Um, it's, it, it's, it's been a cool transition. I mean, the freedom that I have compared to just manning a model home, right. You know, um, it's it, it's a lot different, you right. know, and it's it's a gift and a curse. But I mean, uh, I love it. I enjoy it. I get more time with the family. That's good. And uh, I just I don't know. I like it. That's good. Absolutely. And I think it's interesting because it. I think it's interesting because in new home sales, you're so regulated, right? Like like people, you have a manager, and yeah. that manager's you know where are you, right? You know you're expected to be at your model five days a week. You know you only really get to leave for a lunch. You know if that That's, if you're lucky, yes. like some some builders are, <laughs> yeah. you know they're kind of kind of getting crazy on 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 like checking in and stuff right. like that, making sure everyone's there and. You know, that's uh, that that's kind of hard to deal with sometimes. Absolutely. And I think that, like, I know for yourself and another um, one of our agents, Ethan, we talk about this a lot. Like, when y'all started, you know, just having that relief of having a little bit more flexibility, like you said, I mean, that's a big deal because it – it doesn't mean that you're, you know, it doesn't mean you're not working hard. It doesn't mean that you're not working, but you purely, you really can work on your yeah. terms. You know what I mean? On, on your terms with your location. Big time. That's, 100%. Yeah. So now we have more opportunity to spread the wealth, not just, you know, the builder that you work for. Oh, that's true as well. That's a big difference. And it's actually a difference where at first it kind of, it was hard to adjust to because yep. I was just like, wait, this is kind of easy. Like, yeah. I could only sell like XYZ floor plans or something like in that. In one neighborhood. In one neighborhood. One, yeah, for one model. Yeah, now I get to go everywhere. So that's cool. You know, you're no longer limited. So that was that was pretty cool too. Well, I think that I think that's super neat. And so, okay, so you know, new home sales to real estate, right? Um, interesting enough. So we mentioned the gym and let's dive into that. So there are a lot of people, our, our last guest actually um, also worked in the gym, right? And so there's a lot of people from the gym industry in real estate and y'all do, I mean, y'all do pretty well. What do you think that you picked up at the gym that's helped with that? Man, I, I would say like the drive and like the, 
the grind and hustle that right. like you're you're just taught and not everyone will 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 get it but like the people that do get it like they're doing pretty good in real estate right I feel absolutely like, i feel like they're successful so i mean it's just a it's a certain thing that comes with it man yeah. there's a drive a grind uh kind of like an old school mentality big right. time old school mentality That's of like you know making calls and all that fun stuff but it's not really that much fun but you know we just that's that's what it was and now it's like you know you bring it to real estate you bring it to real estate and yeah. i mean and, and y'all do well like there's a big group like Bricia, mandel anthony mike you eric edgar yeah Rick, all Rick, yeah, i mean all jim andrew like andrew. it's crazy there's so many people there's so many people it's weird so speaking of andrew andrew's a manager at the gym right yeah how has andrew managed to have so many jobs where he manages people and doesn't have to work that hard like that's a that, that's a real you don't have to answer that but that's a real question that we need to figure out is how's andrew had so many jobs where he's andrew is a dog andrew is a dog andrew has had some opportunity that uh, that other he, people wish to have. he's funny bro that's that's andrew's just good he's he's a good salesperson absolutely he's a good he's a good, he's a good salesperson he's a good realtor andrew's one of our, our good friends if you don't know but yeah he's had a, a lot of good gigs <laughs> so okay so um couple of neat things right and this is really fun for me um this joey's one of the the funnest funnest guests wow more fun guests that we've had because we've done a lot of stuff outside of work right so um, let's go down like just like some like fun kind of not so fun scenarios that that we have been in in the years right so let me frame let me frame the scenario so we are in the in December of 2019 right does that what year was, was Sophie born uh Sophie was born last uh no she was born in 2020 she was born in 2020 December 2020 Ruth wasn't I'm sorry pregnant. September 2020 Ruth wasn't pregnant so 2018 yeah 2018 all right so it's December of 2018 I, that's why I asked the year okay so we're in December of 2018 right and there was a UFC fight that was scheduled for right at the end of the year it was like the last three days of December yep. December like 28th or 29th right it was scheduled in Vegas and John Jones was the headlining yeah. fighter gets popped for PEDs in Vegas and Vegas says like hey we won't let him fight so they were originally were going you, you me and rick were going and andrew were actually all going out there we're gonna fly to vegas we're gonna see the fight uh and john jones gets popped they, they they cancel it so the next day they announced that they are moving the fight to uh la right yeah. they're moving to la you're a big lakers fan um and they were moving it to the old what's the old stadium that was there the the forum, uh, the forum right so like cool cool forum, cool spot yeah. to go That's like cool. yeah it was super cool so you know we we talk about it and we're like hey can we make this work the tickets were dirt cheap because ufc only had a week to fill the whole stadium since they we had to refund everyone in vegas and so we made it happen so the idea is that we will keep our flights into vegas we're flying southwest no change fees thanks for that southwest you know we're going to keep our, our flights <laughs> into vegas we're to spend the night on that Friday, and then we'll wake up Saturday morning, and we will drive to LA, and uh, you know, catch you know the fights and all of that, and, and so things are there. So okay, all right, we do it. It's great. There's a funny story that I'm gonna say for with, for Andrew whenever he gets on here about the Excalibur that we'll that we'll revisit oh, yeah. absolutely. But we are Saturday morning, so I roll up to the hotel to pick y'all up, and what are we driving? A minivan. A minivan. So there are seven of us, right? There's a group of people. It was very annoying. You were so happy. <laughs> I was annoyed. <laughs> so it was early. It's four. It is, so we had we had the four guys, right? Me, you, uh, Rick, and Andrew, right? We, and of course, the guys insisted on being in the front, and then the two, you know, kind of captain stairs in the back. So we have the three girls <laughs> switched to the back, right? I never really thought about that. Until no, right now. oh no, it's so bad. And so we, so we have the we're in the minivan. I roll up in a minivan, and we, you know, we decide to literally road trip from Vegas, you know, as a group of seven to L.A., right? And so we're. Just, what was that like? Give me a recollection of that experience. I mean, you remember what it was like. <laughs> I do remember you what do. it was you like. You were excited about it, and we were just all like, after the first 30 minutes, we're just kind of like looking at each other. There's desert. There's like all these yeah, literally. Like random monuments. You we were had like the random facts. Yes, the random facts. Yeah. We had a fact session where it was random. We were tired of each other at one point. And Absolutely. I think... Uh, that was the point. That was it. So, and you can't like the thing is like something like this. You can't like this is something that they put in a movie, right? You've got yeah. seven people that are literally like, why the f are we in this minivan yes. traveling through the desert? You know, we're we're, we're in like freaking uh, I forget the name of the town. Uh, it's not Carlsbad. That's it's not there. It's a. Uh, Wherever the world's largest thermometer is, right? Oh, yeah, yes. That's right. And so I'm all like, "Hey, did you guys know this is the world's largest thermometer?" Like, just 
It was brutal, it right? Was bad. It was really bad. It was really bad. But that was fun. Okay, so we make the road trip in the desert. If you've never, you know, been with your your boys and, and their girls, obviously driving through the desert, super fun. Andrew was the odd man out. He was the one without the the lady partner at the time. So we get there. Um, and where are we staying when we arrive? We stay in Inglewood. <laughs> Inglewood is always up to no good. Absolutely. So is it, what people say. And I and, and I didn't know, right? The thing is is that like I true. I did not know. So I yeah. I went online and just looked for four-star reviews near whatever. You weren't too familiar with the uh, <laughs> West Coast rap era in the 90s. I did not, I didn't, booked, I didn't know. Yeah, you booked that area. It was very very questionable. Very <laughs> it was it, it was I remember when we got there the hotel was on the second story <laughs> because they said yeah. that it was like to reduce the odds of driving. Yeah. Yeah, it was not safe. I, you told us that as if it was a good fact <laughs> for us to feel more comfortable <laughs> to stay there. And we're like, oh. Where, what, what, what hotel did we stay in? What was it? It was a... It was, I it think was it was a, a Marriott. No, it was not a Marriott, bro. It, it was, was something. Horrible. It was it was La Quinta. La Quinta, yeah. It was a La Quinta was so in, scary. in Inglewood, California. There was homeless people under, like, in the parking garage area, like, at the bus stop right there next to it. It was bad. So, and that, and that's, I think that, like, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is something that just, you can't try and do this if you tried. Like, nah. this is just, just a series of bad decisions yes. that are, like, layering on top of each other. You were very excited about the deal we got on those hotel rooms, <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was super excited. We got a super, a super good deal. It was deal. a really good deal. It was I like, get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I understand why it was. So yeah. that was neat. We did that. Went to the fight. Fights were great. Uh, that was when uh, Cyborg lost, right? That was yes, big. that was. The crowd that, was crazy. We were, that we, was, like, the best feeling I've ever felt, like, in a UFC event. We've been to a bunch of them. So yes. that one was amazing that feeling. was and we were sitting we got to so sit loud. like on the floor we were on the floor those tickets were like under 200 bucks each because they were sold with such short notice we got lucky yes that's what you call lucky. an outlier you will never get that <laughs> yes now. literally yeah. we were up against the gate andrew has a video with uh with uh dana yeah that's right andrew has a video with dana white so that was cool was so we did that so okay so we we go to the fight and so to top this day because all of this is in the same day right yeah all of this is in the same day you know we woke up at the aria we're driving in the minivan you know we're we're they are sick of hearing me talk we're at the uh, the la quinta holiday and the la quinta like it's just brutal right so the fight ends <laughs> and and across the street from the forum if you've ever been there uh, the, the charger stadium hadn't even been built yet it was still under yeah. construction Across the street from the stadium, there was a Sizzler. And I grew up in Las Vegas, so if y'all ever remember Sizzler, Sizzler's like OG. And I wanted yeah. to go to Sizzler so bad, right? I was like, guys, Sizzler, I haven't been to Sizzler in like 15 years, I wanna go, but. Why did we go to Chicken and Ruffles? So, okay, so we're, again, it was worse than that. So we get an Uber, right? We get an Uber and we go to the <laughs> bar. Remember we get to that bar and, um, and we were gonna have a, what the fuck was there, bro? That we went somewhere and they were gonna order not or taco fries. Do you remember that stupid? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember the taco fries? Yeah. So, anyways, long story Man, short, you have a really yes, good memory. I have a really good memory about That's this. Awesome. So, so we talk about fries. So we ended up going to um, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. I was like, hey guys, I don't want to eat at the bar. Like, let's go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and it's highly reviewed and things like that. So that I know you remember. That was that was a long night. <laughs> it was. It was brutal, but so everybody in California says they like Roscoe's. Yeah, but we did not apparently. We didn't. I don't know if we had a good batch. <laughs> we we like, might have had a bad batch. A bad batch. It was brutal. It was cold. <laughs> we waited two hours to be seated. It was. Yeah, it was, it was after the fight, so everyone's kind of coming off their right. little buzz. The chicks are starting to get a little grumpy. Yeah, it was not yeah, good. Yeah, it was and, bad. And we stopped. And we, if we had stayed at the bar, we would have kept drinking. But we stopped drinking because yeah. we went to. We Roscoe's. were in front of that restaurant for two hours yes. doing nothing, just <laughs> listening to people bitch yeah, like, that's, the whole time. That's so bad. So, yes, that is one of our cool stories that, that we've done. That was so cool, <laughs> that part. Well, I think the I think that what's neat about it is that – I think what's neat about it is that, like, again, like, if you tried to if you tried to plan a trip that that was that brutal but memorable at the same yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that you could – I don't think that you could uh, do that again. No, what? Well, the fact that you say that, and then there's another trip. Oh, gosh, there's another trip. There's the giant game yes. when we're in New York, <laughs> and we're in the, the tunnel for two hours in yes. a taxi because the traffic. It was so bad. It was so bad. and The AC wasn't were, working. The AC wasn't working. There's a dump truck in front of us, and the windows were down because the AC wasn't working. 
and you just got all the wind of trash oh, in the car. Oh, no. I and I remember you were so, like, you were, like, at the point of where you were, like, you were done being irritated. You were more, like, just, like, being funny at that time. You turn around. You're in the front seat with the taxi cab driver. We're all in the back. We're all annoyed and pissed. You turn around, and you're like, I feel like fighting someone. <laughs> and we were all looking at each other like, no, you don't. Stop saying that. What are you talking about? That's, I forgot about that. That was the funniest thing ever, bro. I forgot ever, about bro. that. That's so bad. So that, so maybe it's me. Maybe I just. so funny, dude. Maybe I'm not meant to book travel spots. So I actually got banned from making food recommendations mm -hmm. after that. I'm no longer allowed to make yeah. any type of food suggestions. You've had some bad ones where, like, I'm always down for the, the the majority, but, like, sometimes you build them up too much. Yes. There's when they don't even have to be built up. No, just absolutely. say, like, hey, we're going to go to this spot. Boom. And we're just going to walk in. We did. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, I, I've done that, like, multiple times. Yeah. Like, we went to uh, a different Vegas trip. We went to that, remember that Asian place at the Cosmopolitan where we had the, the what's it called? The dumplings? Yes. The dumplings and, like, were good. I liked that place, yeah. but everyone was like, no, that was, like, overrated. Like, people didn't. I think it was really pricey or something. It, yeah, it was something yeah. that, like, yeah, yeah, it was the dumplings. There was that. Yeah. But that one place we went to where Art guessed the ticket. Yes. That, that place was good. So that was another – we've actually had a bunch of Vegas trips. That was really neat. So that was um, that was in Vegas as well. That was at the Venetian. So I was at the Venetian at the Forum Shops. They have um, Carmine. I remember all yes. these places. I think dude. I remember like, what it is. I, I, think, I think it's called Carmine's or, or something along those lines. It's Italian. It's yeah. in, the, in the Forum Shops. And we were literally rolling dice yeah. in the middle of the table. We were playing four, five, six. <laughs> for hundreds of dollars, right? And I think somebody actually won like like a couple hundred bucks. But, anyways, yeah, Art gets me. the exact ticket to the yeah the total. Yeah, he that's was crazy. super close by like a dollar or something like that. That's like super ridiculous. So we've gone to so New we York. Had to pay for him. I, we did. We had to pay for his whole ticket. And so we've done we've done New York. We've done L.A. We've gone to Vegas like six different times. We've gone to yeah. Interstellar Fight Week. We've gone to Houston. Yeah. Uh, we Dallas. Uh, Dallas. We I uh, know you didn't come to Mexico with Bella. Um, we went to Dallas. We went to the Cowboys game. I you went to the Niners game. I wasn't there. So okay, Niners. Let's talk about that. So. Obviously, game. yes. So I had COVID that week. Didn't get to go. Right, you're yeah, supposed to go. I was supposed to go. So that, and I had COVID again last week. So three. I've had COVID three times now, twice. He this probably year. still has it. Yeah, <laughs> so I still have it. No, we're good. What am I doing? So the, um, okay. So Joey's a Niners fan, right? Obviously, we're a Cowboys fan. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the this fact season. that you just had COVID, and I just thought of it randomly right now. It's just so great. You're fine. Everything's fine. I waited. We're good. Yeah. I waited. The, I waited over seven days. Seven days. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a baby at home. So. You're, you're okay. She's fine. Immune systems are good for kids. That's great. So, okay, Niners, right? So I want to know, obviously, the <laughs> Niners had a once-in-a-lifetime almost run that y'all choked on and didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, oh how, God. What's your prospect for the season? Give me the review of how you think you're going to do. I think the Niners are going to be one of the best teams in the league. Okay, why did Jimmy G not get traded? He got surgery that they were not prepared for. And I think it's all good. He's still on the team. He he's class act. He hasn't caused any drama. Okay. And I think he'll be traded eventually. So who's gonna? You think he's gonna start this year? He's gonna play all the season? Uh, I don't know, man. It depends. Like, what if he goes to the Giants or okay. something like that? Or Absolutely. It's gonna be a random team he's gonna go to, but I think um, I think he's been awesome about it. And as like you know, you, you see so many freaking sports people yeah. and fans who hate on LeBron and they hate on sports figures in general. Like, right. This is a complete opposite. He's been a class act the whole time. Yeah. He's extremely good looking. Yeah. I think he's going to do well anywhere he goes. Right. He made the Niners good again. We haven't been good since he came <laughs> for about 10 years almost, you know? Well, so. you had Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah, Kaepernick had a little run there. He had like a three-year yeah, uh, run. Three -year run. It, was, it was pretty good. So, okay, so if you had to guess right now, this is the official Joey prediction. Realistically, where do the Niners place at the end of the season? I think at the end of the season – the Niners are probably, I would say, Super Bowl champions. They, okay, this is very fraudulent. No, it's not. They're good. They, you're going to be surprised. <laughs> oh, Trey I'm going to be surprised. Trey Lance is a monster, and uh, I hope that happens. Okay, so are you, do they win the division? Do they beat the Rams yeah. out for the division? That's tough. That's tough because, like, last year they beat them twice, both games right. in the season, and then they lost in the playoffs, and it's a championship that's tough to do, but right. I, I, the Rams are good. But I, I mean, I think they could. I think that division's scary. Who else is in there? The Seahawks, right? And the Cardinals. And the Cardinals, right? So that's, yeah, that's yeah. a tough division. That's a good. You know, we're gonna see Kyler Murray come out probably guns blazing because yeah. of what the media just did with the whole freaking homework or whatever. The homework. <laughs> and so I just found out that like he plays like I guess there's a time when Call of Duty first comes out. Yeah. 
that he's online the most oh that he's ever been online like, got it like during the whole year whenever a brand new game comes out like i don't he know just, who dug this up yes he just it plays is so dumb but he plays nonstop, and they're playing season the season's going on there ain't way this is happening his stats are not good during those weekends that's crazy yeah. i don't know if that's true or not that's that's a cool fact that's weird that's super weird so okay i don't like call of duty i don't know how he plays it so much that no i i don't i don't get that either I'm horrible at it but that's that's crazy yeah. so last year was the first year where they added the extra game right and the yeah. afc had it last year right so this year the nfc gets the extra game so the cowboys have the extra game um how do you I, feel about the cowboys like oh are you gosh. even a cowboys fan I, I i am a cowboys fan but i need i think like i think they're an eight and 18 or i guess now this year there's a 17th game you know i think they're like a nine and 18 what scares me about the cowboys to like touch on that is is i think that the cowboys didn't really gain anything but they lost like some key like key ish roles like yes they've got some replacements but trading cooper man it's, it's it's crazy how how the NFL is and how yes. sports is in general. Well, just so many people, right? Because like who um, and Joey's better with the names than I am. Who was the defensive player that the Rams had that left to go to the uh, the Bills? Who was that? Um, that is um, he's a, Miller, Von Miller, Von Miller, right? Yeah. Like you can win a Super Bowl and literally be like peace because you got paid, paid. right? And you just but the thing is that he went to your a team. team that is literally a Super Bowl contender as well. The yeah, Bills, I get, I get that. The Bills are another team I think are going to be really good. I think yep. that's a given. With Josh Allen, yeah. Okay, bad. so okay, so so on this right on football, Joey is huge on fantasy, right? So Joey, like you're in a, a year. You explain this, man. I've never heard of this before. You're in a, a draft that never ends. Like it starts in the year and it, and you keep it every year. No, I mean, so, I mean, I've just been in the league for almost a decade in one league. But um, the players, are, like, you don't redraft? Oh, no, that's a dynasty league. Okay. That's a dynasty league. So that's a little bit different. What, explain what it is. What is it? A dynasty league is when you have one draft, and then every year after that, you're just drafting rookies. Got it. Yeah. So what happens if somebody, like, stops playing team. in that league? I mean, you have to, it's called an orphan team. It's weird. <laughs> and you have to find someone to overtake that orphan team. You just gotta got to make it. sure that they know what they're doing and have a decent roster to take it okay. if you wanted to take it. And how many leagues are you playing in every year? <laughs> What's a real number? So, I mean, the leagues that I care about, there's probably like seven. Seven. And then the other ones, there's probably like 17. 17. Okay, so he's got seven. You heard well, that. Well, I just put money in and I'm just like, oh, I'm bored. I'm just, uh, <laughs> so, so is Best it 17 ball. total? Best different though. Best ball. You draft and you draft once. You don't have to pay attention to it ever again. It goes away. You just and those are like ten bucks. So you're gambling at that. point. I'm gambling. Okay. I'm basically at a slot machine right so now. So how? But okay. So in the week, okay, we're talking about Kyler, right? So let's talk about Joey, right? So Joey's in season in October. Okay, you're in season October, and November. How going. many leagues are you in versus selling houses? How many leagues? I was waiting for this. <laughs> um, seven. Seven. Okay. So seven important. that you're checking, and one of these yeah. you draft at your house, right? Yeah. There's one that people come over. I think it's common where people have leagues. Right. And they have draft parties. You have a board? I do have a board, yes. <laughs> a legit I draft do. board. It's dope. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. If anyone wants to draft with us over here at Rebit House, we should have like our own specific Marty party. L league. Yeah. We're only the special guests on the podcast. Only I'm the down. guests on the podcast. Okay. We could absolutely do that. I know that you shared with me, and this this was crazy to me. You're in a big league this year, an expensive league. How much was that league? I'm going to be in a big league okay. this year with a couple friends of mine. And What's the buy-in on the that? The buy-in's like 5K. $5,000 for one single fantasy team. Yes, it's being split, so it's not all on him, but still crazy. So, obviously... First place in a league like that, you're making what on a 5K buy-in? A good amount. A good amount. A good amount. Because there's usually what, like 12 players in a, a league? I'm guessing in this one. I've never played in this one particularly. I know uh, a friend of mine, we were in it one year where literally by week two, everyone in our team that we drafted in the first like four rounds is gone. Yeah, like injured. all injured. And we, that that one was for a thousand bucks. And But uh, is it 12 players usually for a league? We knew we lost week two. Is, um, is it what? Usually 12 players for a league. It could be. It's ten to twelve. Ten to twelve. Okay. So any. Anyway, so quick math. Fifty to sixty thousand dollars. First place probably gets seventy percent ish of the pot, right? Probably. So That's I a mean, good number. Yeah. So I mean, you're making thirty five thousand, forty thousand dollars more or more. It could be that first if place. you win. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's, uh, that's an interesting, interesting number. That's an interesting number. So give us give the viewers some top picks, right? Like aside from the Niners, right? Who you know. Who are your top five prospects for this year? You think that'll get fantasy points? <laughs> Give us your top five. Damn. 
So I would have to say if there's like people that I want, I want them to score a lot of points. Okay. They have like high upside. They're explosive people. Right. So uh, or they just get a lot of catches or whatever. So obviously I like um, Christian McCaffrey if he's healthy. Yes. I like Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Cooper Cup. Yep. Those three are givens, yep. right? Justin Jefferson is probably my favorite player this year. That's that's a that's a random yeah. one. That's good. I mean, it's not I, think he's, yeah. I think people are expecting him to blow yeah. up. Yeah, I can and see then that. Um, if there is anyone else that's like a random, um, like that I like, you know, I like uh, Michael Pittman. He's another receiver. Yep. Um, there's just some random players, dude. It's yep. gonna be cool this year. That you're going um, for running back lives don't matter in football right. or fantasy because they get hurt so fast. Yep. you know how that is. Yeah, I, yes, I've lost. Chris went from bragging that yeah. his team is the best and he's like killing it and beating everybody to like completely missing the playoffs because there's no players. Yeah, I, I, team. And, I, and there was nothing I could do. I couldn't trade. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do anything because like everybody that I had, like I my backup QB was like Trevor Lawrence, right? And we're like, oh, yeah. this will be good. Not good. Not a great rookie season. Not, not a good rookie season. Like, so Trevor Lawrence was a bomb. It's a weird coaching thing yes. with that, too, right? There's with Urban Meyer? A, yes. That, like, weird relationship there yeah. and, and drama. Do you remember that Urban Meyer yes. video? <laughs> do you remember yes, that? Yes, I do. That was amazing. That was super amazing. And, and I think, like, okay, so QBs, we're talking about QBs, right? Like, yeah, who, who would be your QB this season? Let's start there. Who's your, if you had for to pick just, for fantasy? Oh, for fantasy. Damn. Um, I think uh, I like Lamar Jackson okay. a lot, and Excellent. I like Justin Herbert. So okay, so and of course, Alan I, I want to go. Right? I don't want to. I don't want to stray too far from my point. But now you just open up a whole other can of worms with Lamar. So going back to my point, right? Obviously, you've got you you've got the uh, the Panthers trade, right? You've got the traded for um, Baker. Baker Mayfield, right? So uh, besides that, there hasn't been a ton of NFL movement this year. You had the Seahawks trade Russell Wilson, right, to the Broncos. That was big. That was big. Um, you had uh. The Falcons trade, um, what's his face? Their Matt QB, Ryan. Matt Ryan. He yeah. went to the Colts, right? They're in rebuild mode. Yeah, he yep. went to the Colts. He went to the Colts, Colts right? Is an interesting team. The Colts is an interesting team, right? You had uh, Baker, like you said, he went, went to the. Baker is just like that quarterback. Like they're just, he's like Jimmy G. Right. Like, like they're not, they're not like great like options. They're just there. <laughs> you're like, you're just like, damn it, I got Baker. Yeah. Like, and they're, and yeah. they're just there. I mean, I hope he does well. That's a first round pick that just like. Yeah. Got thrown to like the Browns, the scraps. yeah. Literally. Like, no one thinks he's anything anymore, and he's competing with Darnold, yeah, that, who got drafted three picks after him that same draft, and right. they're on the same team battling the. Well, and I think that I mean I think that like it's weird. It is super weird. I think that for like Baker, I think the Browns are just a tough franchise. I think they're like poorly mismanaged, right? So that well, the team that I think is is super funny, and I there's these these friends of mine that that I know that. They live in Arkansas, but they're Dolphins fans, which is so weird. And Dang, they that's interesting. They claim that Tua is going to have this breakout season, Ooh. and that he's the Did most they say that last year, yeah, or this year, this year, that oh, he's the year. most accurate quarterback in the that NFL. Is so funny. I don't know about Tua, man. I don't know. I mean, I could see they have some great weapons. Yes. Like, that could be a really good team. They like, could they could be. Like that's what I'm saying. Be. There's just like sleeper teams. So I think NFL is gonna be interesting this year. And that's why, like, going back to my Cowboys statement, I think that that's why the cow it scares me for the Cowboys is I felt like they didn't get any better. They kind of got worse, right? Like they, they, I don't know. I, I guess they did kind of get worse. But you know, I think one thing that they should do is give Tony Pollard the rock. Yeah. Dude. Tony Pollard is bad. He's really, really He is a beast. And I think he got more yards per carry than Zeke did last year. I wouldn't like, doubt it. Yeah, like, he looked better. Like <laughs> like like the eye test. You can just tell he is he's good. He is he, he that's that was a more. really solid like like second QB. Yeah. Or sorry, sorry, second running back. Like that's a really sec like solid that's really good option. Yeah. And so I and what's interesting for me and kind of where I was getting at with that, like with all the all the trades and the swaps is like I'm curious to see like how the some of these teams do right like you obviously had the Joe Burrow Bengals story right you know you had like just that team come up from yeah. the up right you know like they were they weren't there and then they were there you know do the Bengals repeat right do you have these random teams you know like the Panthers come so you out you know that like the thing is is that if you make the Super Bowl that next year yeah you don't make the playoffs that that's and that's like historically right it happened to the Niners when they when they went to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs yep the next year, they did not make the playoffs. Did the Chiefs make it the next year? Because they went back to back, right? No. Uh, the Chiefs made it to the. I think they went to the Super Bowl that next yep. year. But and then and they I, lost. That was the one that they to lost Tom. in Miami to Tom Brady. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Tom. Yeah, because they had won. Yeah, they won the first game, which was versus the Niners, right? Yeah. Yep. And then the, the next year was the, the Bucks. Glad you brought that up again. Yep. And then last year was. That was brutal. Last year was the Rams. Yeah. 
So they have the 49ers are the Niners have been the <laughs> like in the championship realm the two out of three years with Jimmy two three G. Oh, okay. And so like you said, the Chiefs, like that's another one. Like they lost, you know, some significant talent this offseason. They lost Tyreek Hill, yep. but I mean the one that matters is Pat Mahomes. Yeah, right, which he's is a, he's a future of legend. Yeah, literally he's already in the Hall he's, of Fame. He he's sick. not even retired. He is so good. Like I love watching him play. Absolutely. There's certain players that you like can just get excited just to watch how they move and stuff like that. He's one of them. He's, he's crazy. Super, well so if you haven't if you haven't picked up on this, Joey is the person to follow for fantasy. I I believe that we need to do like the, like the Monday waiver wires. Like we'll just put out the ten minute clips of like you know who, here's who you need to drop you know trade yeah. for right. It gets bad like when like there's like just the grossest names yeah. on your waiver wire <laughs> and you're just like what is this? Why, why did they make me do this? Like, <laughs> you just like, have no other choice. It's just so bad. People tear ACLs. They're done yeah. for the whole season, right? Like you got, I think the Cowboys would be okay. I think they yeah. could win their division again. Well, you've got okay, – I think Philly's they could win the division gonna again. going to be pretty interesting. They might be good. They might be good. I mean, they say you've got a healthy Dak. They said that last year he played semi-conservatively, right, because he didn't want to get re-injured. Man. It was scary at Hard Knocks. When you were watching Hard Knocks at the beginning of the season, yeah. Dak did not look good. You know, It's it was weird, weird because, like, I feel like um, – I feel like a lot of cowboy fans hate on Dak. Yeah. And like like what are you gonna get better? Like like what other quarterback is gonna be better if he wasn't there? And the, and the problem is, is who are you gonna get, right? Like, exactly, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, who, who realistically who are you gonna bet? Like, yes, how is you, that gonna work you out could for say you? like we want Josh Allen. Great. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. No one is or gonna the Russell Wilson rumor. Yeah, that was that was a that was a That's a good one. Well, that was I mean, that would one. be a great one, but that like that would be a great one. Are you what do you do to do that? And like, who do you give up? Is that just you just made that up in your mind, Absolutely. Cowboy fans? Why are y'all like this? I think I think Eddie. I think that most They're Cowboys brutal. fans, and uh, maybe I'll get bashed for this. I think that most most Cowboy fans would say that the most the the player that needs to get traded is Zeke. Like that's 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 where the money's tied yeah. up. And like you said, Tony Pollard had a very contract. similar stat line, you know, to gets Zeke. Paid a lot less. Yes, he's like paid like three million dollars. He's paid a yes. lot less. <laughs> a lot less. He might get paid less than that, dude. Yeah. I mean, he 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 uh he is underpaid. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Give him a raise, Jerry. But for real. um, it yeah, I think that if the Cowboys were to trade anybody, it would be Zeke. It'd be a deal for Zeke. And you know, do you trade for QB? I don't know. Like I, I don't I don't no, think so. Not at all. Dak is Dak is good. Dak is he's no matter a top ten quarterback. That's what I'm saying. No matter what anyone says, like you could argue top five. Like some Cowboys fans are like absolutely not right. I, like, I might. 32 teams right like top uh, top 10 though How are you mad for about sure that? yeah like that's hard to find for sure you know bless and he has playoff wins they not yeah oh no he doesn't have playoff wins oh, no he doesn't have he doesn't, wins. Yeah, he, doesn't, he's sorry, he doesn't have any playoff we're wins. Dumb. no we're really dumb no he doesn't have playoff we're wins. Dumb. So that's the actually, Cowboys. yeah that's actually one of the yeah, reasons I think that he had one win, yes right? he just had one one or did he have more than one i think he had one only God, I go. I, I gotta go all the way back. Andrew's the one. That I don't know. That yeah, I don't know. About Andrew's the, the one that would know I that. Know it's been... But Dak, yeah, Dak has no wins. We know that for sure. Super sketch. Yeah, super sketch. Okay, so that's that it's football. <laughs> and then the other one that I'm curious. And the season's over, but I'm just curious to delve on it. We talked about it earlier. Basketball, obviously, mm. big Lakers fan, right? I just want to dabble Ooh. in it. Can the Lakers come back from this scenario that they're in, where they have this hodgepodge team that has zero synergy? Yeah. I mean, I think they can just because they're the Lakers and the NBA. You can move right. contracts and do weird stuff. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's all on Anthony Davis. He, If he is healthy, the Lakers are good. That's true. They if was, he's not healthy, they are in trouble. LeBron's LeBron needs more help, man. Yeah, and he's like in year 20. What do you expect <laughs> for someone who's on their 20th year? But to not – like the Spurs – So many the years. The Spurs almost made it further. No, they did make it further than the Lakers, right? The Spurs played in the play-in. They did. Yeah, they the did. Spurs with literally has nobody. The, but the thing with the Spurs is that, like, they're a young team. Right. They have good leadership, like, right. in their coaching staff and the front office. With the Lakers, they kind of have a lot of big names. Right, that are very strong-willed. That, that are, yeah, that are just not going to let that – like they're not going to grow. But Spurs are done. They're like with the DJ the trade. The Spurs are good. I, the, I mean, with, with the Spurs the are good trade. for picks and all that stuff for the future. But it's like, when are y'all going to be good again? I, I think that like they Ooh. they made a deal. They sold they sold some souls or whatever they did to have that twenty pretty consistent years. Yeah. But like I don't. One of the greatest franchises ever. But now it's just like it. It's gonna take a coaching rebuild. Times have I think that like I think that Pop's gonna have to go. And that okay, so that dynamic is actually weird to me as well. Like I think it's interesting the whole Greg Popovich situation because everybody said that he was staying to coach DJ, like the Jonte. Like that they were saying like legit, like 
the reason he wasn't retiring after his wife passed away was to coach DeJounte and kind of make him the next yeah, whatever. The next, the next guy. Right. Trade the man, you know what I mean? So Is like, DeJounte a team that you can win with when he's your best player? No, absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. He's a solid number two. He's a solid number two. He's a solid number two. You give him Atlanta's going to be interesting. Yes, you give him an all-star because they got uh, Trey Young, right? Trey Young. And then DeJounte. And John Collins is a beast. Yep. John Collins is good. Yeah, th- I mean, the NBA is is weird because when I was younger, the NBA didn't have as many stars right. as they do now. Like, right. You had, like, Jordan, Magic Johnson, like, yeah. like, one people per team, right? Like Yeah, he, for straight up. Jordan right. and Pippen was, like, the outlier, but Pippen wasn't looked at as, like, right. a top-five player. I mean, he could have been maybe at one point in the 90s, but, like, it was – it's totally different now. Every team has got some awesome young prospects, great, Dang. like, young players, and, you know, then you have the Lakers who <laughs> – have a really good young prospect, or not young prospect. He's not young. He's kind of young. He's in his prime. Anthony Davis, like yep. under thirty. He's under thirty. Yeah, and then LeBron is. He's turning thirty eight this yep. year. Westbrook, I don't think will be on the no, team. No, Westbrook for sure not. Um, I, the whole thing is just weird, right? Like you have so many people flipping. You have KD, right? Like that's a whole just Man, like question mark. Yeah, and th- that's a whole weird thing, right? <laughs> you know, you had. I remember when the news about him wanting a trade came out recently. They were talking about how. Um, uh, what's it called? It, what, who's the dude that's on his team? That well, Kyrie? Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie. Like Kyrie was like, "Yo, like that's my boy." You know, I'm gonna go to bat for KD, and then like just <laughs> KD's like, "See you later, bro." You know, so yeah, that's weird. Obviously, you know, you got uh, you got a freaking um, Ben Simmons, right? Like they, oh, yeah. that, that's a weird one, right? Like, what do you what do you do there? That is a weird uh, like that he didn't play all year last year. Like, Even after the trade, like weird, I thought yeah. that he would have played after the trade. So that that's weird that people are like. Like, why would you take his contract for him not to play, right? Like, why would you let him off the six It's like the prospect of Ben Simmons. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what that trade was. That's super weird. And he's probably, on, he's probably 25. Yeah, and just has, like, legit, like, anxiety, some type of performance thing. It's bad. And then, it's bad. And then you've got, you know, James Harden. That, that's another one where it's just, like, I think James – I think what's sad for Harden is, like, unless James Harden goes and, like, legit, like, accepts that he's, like, a number three to even a number four because oh. of his eight. I, I know. Disrespect. I know. I know it is. Uh. But I think he might get out of the league without a ring. If, oh, my if, gosh. If he You're doesn't, probably right on that. If he doesn't. But a three or four is brutal. If, if he That's doesn't, mean. If he doesn't shift into a three or four with some of these young guys, I don't know if he'll get out of I the league. I think Westbrook is more of, like, that three or four guy. Okay. Like if, you think James Harden could be a number two still? Yeah. I do. Okay. No I way at number one. No way. Yeah, no, no way. way number one. It's just weird how, like, one day they're scoring triple doubles yes. and 40 points, and they're killing it. And then literally the next year, yep. they have, like, a totally different year, and everyone's questioning if they're even good anymore. Right. And, and, and people annoys are quick, me. People are quick to forget. He's one, of the, he's one of the best, right? He did a ton for Houston. He mur- he, no, he murdered it. He did a ton for the Thunder. Lot, he's, a, like, a multi-time all-star. Absolutely. But it's just Do crazy. Do people care about that, though? Like, is that even a thing anymore? I think people, people count care? rings. I think yeah. that people – and that's the part where it's sad is, like, you have some of these names that, like, are just so good, and then they come out of the league. You know what? It, it's crazy. Like, people complain so much about, like, people crying on the court about calls yes. and stuff like that. But like San Antonio, they cried a lot yes, too. They did cry the, a lot too. Duncan was a crybaby. Well, they say that San Antonio, every player is a crybaby. San Antonio, if you don't live here, so San Antonio, right? Like Spurs fandom, right? That's our team. We love it. It's amazing. San Antonio is literally convinced that um, what's the dude's name from the Warriors? The guy who stepped on Kawhi's foot. Zaja. No, whatever. No, it's not Zaja. Wasn't it? Uh, what's his name? No, it was Zaja. It wasn't Draymond. Oh, it was. It was okay. He stepped yeah. on his ankle. Yes. Yeah. Like in that. Zaza uh, yes. Paculia. So like people in San Antonio literally con- are convinced that like that was the death of the team. That like Kawhi getting injured in that game. Yeah, people do think that. Make it like so that his relationship with the Spurs was just unsalvageable and it just messed everything up. And then we Kawhi traded for Demar so Derozan. Good. We had a bad run. Kawhi the- is so good. <laughs> Remember that time when we were at Vegas and like. We were at a poker table, and I was thinking uh, it was a blackjack table. I don't know what it was, but we were all there. It was a group of us, and the Kawhi trade just went down. Yes, the Clippers. Yes, and I was thinking like, there's a slight chance he's going to go to the Lakers, and we're and team up with AD and LeBron. Oh, and, and then he went to the Clippers. Yeah, and then you bought me a Clippers Kawhi, jersey. Clippers Do you still jersey. have that jersey? I have it <laughs> with the tag on. I hate it. 
What? I, I need a. I don't know what to do with it. I mean, there's no NBA story here. Where, where, where do I take it? That's what? so fun. I forgot about the Kawhi jersey. That's oh, really bad. I'm going through old clothes and I just like I pull it up, like you know, like in a movie, like in a movie scene, like they go through like their old shit and like they just pull up something from their memories. <laughs> and I saw a fucking Kawhi Leonard jerseys. So I, I forgot that he was gonna go to the Lakers. I forgot that was one of his teams. Remember how badass he was with the Raptors that year? That. That Dude, shot, he was that super sick. In. Like he was super sick with the Raptors, but and that's the thing. Like that's what, what I question about, like the Spurs and just in general is like he was sick with the Raptors, right? After the whole drama and him not playing, right? We trade for Demar, and Demar did okay here, but then he goes to the Bulls and he like like with those young kids like murders it, and I'm like, wait a minute, like are we the problem? You know? Well, they have better talent the Bulls and the Spurs did. So <laughs> I don't think he's able to murder it as much. Right. Zach Levine is a stud. Yes, and, absolutely. You know, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, the Kawhi thing is weird, where that could have been a combo of both the player and yeah, the team and the but team. like and he's got his uncle or whatever when are like spurs fans gonna understand or just fans in general <laughs> but i know a lot of spurs fans i live in san antonio obviously i'm not a spurs fan they're an awesome organization but like when do spurs fans just say like you know what Maybe we screwed that up. Maybe we should have had a better relationship yeah, with Kawhi. Yeah, and, and absolutely own it. I agree. And, like, and the thing is, is, like, on the way out, like, the way that, like, we trash these people on the way out is, like, so bad, right? Like, I, I saw the same thing going back to Everyone the, does it. Every team the does. The Jonte, same thing. Like, the, actually, the Jonte made a weird post. He made some, like, deuces posts, like, or whatever. And people got real mad. But, but then, like, did you see that one, like, tweet he had where, like, um, he said, basically, I'm not the problem. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. he blamed the organization. That's what I'm saying. But before that, though, he had a tweet that said, thank you, San Antonio. Like, I love you. <laughs> like, all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, what I, the hell? People, people. They're so mad at him. They're, everyone's mad at him. But I think that, like, the, I think that these guys, not that I'm anywhere near professional sports players, I think that these guys have to think long term, like, when they're making their exits, right? Like, you've got to just be political, right? Who cares if it's the org? Everyone, like, you're getting paid. You're going to a new team, new opportunity. Just go. They're so like they're so tactical on the way they they go yes. to different spots and yes. how they leak shit to the press and how we see it on social media and then we start getting mad at the player for something a freaking reporter said that doesn't know anything at like, all like at all just making something up like that's been happening to the Niners all off season well, all off season so we're we'll, talking mess about Trey Lance I so we'll go okay so. We covered your basketball. We covered your football. That's it, right? There's other sports I you mean, follow. I, I, I like the UFC. Oh, yep. UFC the is UFC good. is cool. I'm, I don't follow it as much as I used to. I feel like it's kind of gotten yeah. a little watered down. So it's, it's, so it's interesting. I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. And it's funny to me because... So wrestling, okay, right? Like, I grew up watching wrestling, the WWE, right? Like, oh, yes. Yes, like, wrestling was super, super cool to me. I just thought it was awesome. And I realized that, like wrestling and the way that they do their like legit four storylines has created such a retention rate for them because people become so attached to these like stories and these things everyone knows it's fake but we don't care right no yeah we don't so ufc i think that they've missed a big opportunity in star power right like there was this golden age of ufc you know five years back five to eight years ago right when you had both the diaz brothers fighting right you connor. had khabib you had connor you had um it all starts and ends like, with Connor, bro. It does all start and end with Connor. Like you have like just all these names, bro, yeah. that like we're fighting that just had such draw. You know what I mean? Like where people were like, oh, this person's fighting, I'm gonna go. And now, you know, again, you fight for talent, but like like the, the fights from this weekend, right? Like Amanda Nunez coming back and, and obviously murdering it, right? Like Yeah, who? she said she could have finished her, but she didn't. She <laughs> wanted she wanted to toy with her and show her that she was better. She said that. That's and like, scary. One of her eyes was shut closed when she said that. And I was like, uh, you sure? Yeah, like, you gotta get smacked. Maybe you couldn't see <laughs> so, out of both of your eyes. But I think what's I think what's crazy is like the, the, the league, like, like okay, so like Amanda Nunez, right? She has a name and she has a draw, right? But when people talk about UFC and they talk about female fighters, who they talk about? Ronda Rousey, right? Like, there were just these names, right? You talk about Anderson Silva, right? Yeah. The spider, right? Everybody wanted yeah. to watch an Anderson Silva fight, right? You GSP. Got, yep. Literally, you have freaking uh, Brock Lesnar when he was in there, like you know, like all these names that of like people that just fought, and they're I just not think there no more. They're not there anymore, and so you have all these new people. And there's some like there's some names, right? But it's just like the draw. Like who is it? Izzy. You've got okay. Um, you've got a. What's his name? He just fought, not this card, he fought in the last card. Sean O'Malley, right? You know, okay. Sean O'Malley yeah. can kind like of draw some people. He's cool. Um, I'm trying to think, like, who else? Like, that's the thing is, like, it's kind of weird. Masvidal? Uh, but he got kind of punked. Like, they, they made a story. Like, he, he made a name for himself. Like, when they gave him that, that. that fight we went to in New York. Oh, yeah. When they gave him that, 
he went on like a little bit of a two year surge where like he was a name and like you know he BMF exactly title, right yeah. and that was neat. But USC's kind that of fallen. USC's kind of fallen off with the stardom. So the interesting thought that I think is from a business decision by the UFC one underpaying people as much as they do and two not taking a more direct stance on the marketing of the players i think they've almost kind of like shot themselves in the foot a little bit right like just yeah. from the marketability i mean they're still making so much money yeah, and I they don't really feel care. any of it but like as far as like a like as a fan you kind of just don't get the same butterflies you once no. did there hasn't been anyone that really stuck out to like no. oh my god i can't wait to watch them fight well and, and there were like and i remember like we actually haven't really gotten it's not only just because been because of covid like we went a year or two ago to houston just because it was convenient right but like they fought in Austin finite the other week. We didn't go right. They they did the Dallas fight was you know Saturday. We didn't go like because yeah. there's they're just not cards where it's like we gotta go like Connor Khabib right. I had someone text me like oh my god this fight card is gonna be so good and all this stuff and I started like looking at the names <laughs> and I was like ah you have Derek Lewis losing in like thirty five seconds yeah yeah like, yeah I mean just just it's not what it used to be bro no, it's like, not what it used to be yeah I was. I was not even thinking of like caring to watch. No, that absolutely part. not. Um, but man, I there just needs to be someone younger. That dude, uh, Patty. That guy yep. is pretty cool. He is cool. He's that Connor Light. Yep. Yeah, Connor Light. That's really really yeah. good. Which I think they've got like Charles Oliveira. He's kind of loud, you know. He's badass. Yeah, you know, like, he's Brazilian, which is a, a, a curse to market him, right? Because he doesn't speak good English. I don't think. Right, and that's kind of he tough. is amazing. They, I mean, like Cowboy's unmarketable at this point. You know, he's kind of falling off. He retired. He was, yeah. Put his uh, gloves in the octagon. It's crazy. He's done, bro. And then you've got a uh, Dustin Diamond Corrier, right? Yeah. He's kind of marketable. Uh, he is. He's badass. I mean, he's great, but like marketable. They're all riding Connor's coattails yeah, if they can, for sure. No matter what. Uh, like, because that's the thing I think about these names. Like, these are people that are like kind of like aging out, right? Max Holloway's. You're taking a lot of oh, a man. lot of beatings. You know, like it's they can only fight for <laughs> so yeah, long. No, you, you can know only take mean? so many hits to your face. <laughs> Where your brain doesn't rattle a little bit. Like, Jesus. It's bad. It's and, really bad. And when they stop a fight, like Derek Lewis' fight yes. was an early stoppage. Yep. That was terrible. Yep. And then, then, like, another fight you see, like, did you, I don't know if you saw on uh, Instagram uh, or in general on social media, this guy's nose is broken. Yes. And it's completely to the side. <laughs> and they're like, is he okay? They check him really quick. He's like, he's good. He's good. That's his so nose bad. is on the side of his nose. That's so it, bad. Is, and, and, like, he's like, that dude's gonna start stuttering when he turns 37 <laughs> that's not good it's not good cte is real and that's sad is like that like i was reading like when they're getting started like if these people fight in the prelims they're getting paid like five thousand dollars like they're yeah. not getting paid like and out of that 5k they have to give some to like their the trainers, trainers their camp they're like that sucks so they're literally making they're basically having to get beat up for free or obviously the idea is that they hope that they win but it, it's super crazy how Just a couple thousand bucks and these guys are willing to take the beating for it so yeah that's crazy so to reel this in obviously joey is an incredible sports not incredible whatsoever i i i would say more is that we have fun right and it's cool to have that camaraderie and you know games yeah. and drafts and poker and we need to get a poker game going. we need to get a poker game going we really have talked about it a lot and we haven't done anything we've not the last poker game we played rick got kind of punked and he no he Ooh. says that i tell everybody this story every time that we talk about I it i want this part to be online like for him to see <laughs> yes i will i'll make sure that he's you have to tag him i will this clip like i'll cut say this clip out and let it know i'll say so literally so the last time that i played poker i hosed rick cervantes let that be known can we talk about how you played in someone's house till 6 a.m when they were asleep no that's okay so we can that is, no, I'm saying, we probably shouldn't talk about that but like it is a, it is a real thing so how we, did that work out like did any part of you feel uncomfortable so okay knowing so that you smelled there, fresh coffee there's a story there so uh, one of our good friends who lives in our neighborhood, a um, bunch of us live in the same community. It's a neat you know, dynamic that just happened by chance. And so one of our friends was having his birthday, so he hosted a poker night. So we get there at like 7 o'clock. Me and Rick showed up at the same time. You were a little bit later, about 8, Andrew's 9, you know, Ethan's there, right? Everyone's there. So we usually play run a good game from like 8 to 1 to 2, right, to where we start kind of cutting off. And so like at 1 or 2 o'clock, um, everything was kind of good. You know, I was up a little bit. Um, 
Rick was doing okay. Like, and so essentially everyone like, hey, we're cashing out. We're going to go home, right? So I'm like, okay, let's go. And Rick's like, hey, no, let's play heads up for a little bit. This is at 2 a.m., right? Can't, can't help, help it, right? It. Something so, is wrong with y'all. We couldn't, we couldn't help it. And so at this point, people were still awake, right? Like the homeowner was there. He was awake. <laughs> Uh, his wife was there, you know, she had uh, some friends there, like people were awake and talking, right? And so me and Rick are playing, right? And it's like three, four, they're, they're talking, they're sitting next to us. And so like 4.30, like they disappeared. They didn't say like, good night, we're going to bed. Like just the girls, the homeowner, like everyone kind of just like disappeared, right? And so it's like 4.30, right? And, and I'm like, oh, like we should probably go, right? And Rick's like, no, nah, like let's just keep going. Are y'all still screaming loud when <laughs> no. something happens on the cards? No. Like, are y'all still doing that shit? I don't think so. I, I don't think so, but I don't know. So, That's so bad. loud. And the loudest ones are you and Rick. Yes. Yeah, so so I can bad. just imagine it being like 557 and y'all are screaming. And <laughs> so, the homeowner is just like in bed, like, motherfuckers are still here. So, why are yeah, they still in my house? Look, the, the short version is we, we ended up playing for like another hour and a half. It was 6 a.m. The sun was coming up, and we decided to like leave and let ourselves out. So, the moral of the story is if you ever invite me or Rick over to play poker at your house, you need to physically confront us and say, okay, leave. it's time to go. Because they were just kind of like, yeah, don't worry about it. Whatever y'all finish, There's a you're thing good. called like poker etiquette where you do certain things because you know not to do it. There's also a thing called like neighbor etiquette. But they didn't say goodnight. Like they didn't say goodnight to you. <laughs> or like goodbye. I do not say goodnight to you multiple nights and you know better. You would never stay at my house that late. Actually, you probably would. We absolutely would you stay at your house that late. And I would be pissed. Like, and then you would wake up the next day and you would go play again. Yeah, probably. You would wake up and we would replay. So I think that, that, I, that that's a really neat dynamic that our groups kind of had is like, Living in the same neighborhood, right? We got all of us have a bunch of young kids. You, you got a new baby. There's a new thing now. Is oh gosh. not a new thing, but like oh, kind of a new thing. In Austin, there's like this poker tournament that oh happens gosh. on a regular basis that poker players, professional poker players, put together. <laughs> like so now, like a friend of ours is, is calling me and telling me like, let's go play a tournament. Oh, and I'm no. like, damn, that's awesome. I don't like playing tournaments, but like I'm, I'd be down to play that. You know, a couple hundred buck buy-in or whatever. I was like, how does it look like if you're playing all day or if you're at a, if you make it to the next round? He's like, you'll probably be in the building for about 14 hours. And I'm like, 14 hours? People have so much time. Until you have to go back tomorrow to finish the tournament. Oh my God. Yeah. That's brutal. And I think that is happening on a monthly basis, probably even more, probably a weekend basis, but like big games were like it's like a hundred grand guarantee. That's crazy. Those those type of attorneys. So well, I think that like with our with our group like in the neighborhood, like I think it's neat because we've been able to run a couple of games and other stuff, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we have a cool atmosphere of like yeah, 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 neighbors yeah. No, it's and fun. We and have things like that. We we are blessed. Yes, we are blessed, and and not just like to for our our personal lives, but just like work as well. Like we have we have so many tools, and like we're lucky for being Absolutely. in the game and knowing certain people that have helped you help other people get right. into a home. And that becomes like super rewarding. And they're coming back around. And they're coming back around again. Right, so, like, which is super neat. People that you, when you were at Bella Vista, people that you worked then that are coming back now, right? Obviously now that you're a realtor and we're able to help them. So it's a trip. It is a trip. And so like to, you know, to kind of bring this, like to kind of the, the last topic closing out section, right? Like in general, right? Like we talked at the beginning of the podcast from your transition from we talked about your transition from new home sales to real estate, how that's been, and it's been good and all the time and things like that, right? In general, the market decaying kind of the way it is, things are getting tough out there, homeowners are losing money, all of that. In general, how do you feel about the position that we are personally in, in like with rebate house in the market, like for this type of a scenario? I think we're in a prime position to yeah. murder it. Like I really do with, with all the incentives that buyers are getting from new construction right. and kind of how the market's shifting in general, like there's no better time to honestly not to be a, salesperson whatsoever but now is a good time to purchase a home right absolutely like it really is and if you know the right people they can help you get right. to the other right people to make it happen so absolutely it's all about having the right resources and i feel like we're like we're very good resources to help people move into one home into another one yep and we know kind of like the market of like locations and stuff like that makes a lot of sense well and i think uh, that i think to play on that i think one of the biggest things right now is like if you're a prospective person that wants to buy a home that's watching this right I think the biggest thing that people do that kill themselves is that they don't try, right? Like they don't know about the programs and the things that are available to them. Yep. They start discounting themselves in like, oh, my credit, my income. Yet they're paying twenty three hundred yes. to twenty five hundred dollars a month in on rent, in rent or even like on stuff that like can be resolved, you know. So I think that one of the biggest things. What do is you like, think about when people say like 
rent is 100% interest. That's I, it's a true statement, right? It like, is. It's such a true statement. And and you see people, right, like that sold in the boom, right? They sold in the boom. And they're like, I'm going to rent till the market kind of cools down, right? Well, now what's happened is the homes, yes, the home prices are coming down a little bit, but rates have risen through the roof. So great. They're going to go buy a home that's a little bit cheaper, but it's still way more than what homes were a year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah. And now the rate's higher. So great. Like instead of paying hundred percent interest in rent, at least you own again, but now they're paying, you know, interest on their mortgage. Now, how do you feel about like, isn't this so funny? And I think just cause being a builder rep, like now being a realtor, how builder reps are like, doing what I used to do yes. back in the day. And they're like, Hey man, I got this, uh, bonus and yes. come check out my model. I got this inventory home I, when I, literally within the last 24 months, a lot of them have kind of not kind of cocky. Yeah, absolutely. So they I turned into some pricks. I think Pardon I think my French, I can't say that you can say that, but I know, I think that's a good question. So I think that in my opinion, right. I think that this is a prime example. We talked about this with the players, right. Leaving cities, right. People cannot live in the moment and say and do things that leave like long lasting damaging impressions, right? There were a lot of sales reps and a lot of builders that were just like, I don't need to deal with you. I don't need to respond yeah. to you. I don't need to talk to you because I don't need you. Now those same people are in communities that aren't selling homes, right? Yeah. They're traffic's low. exactly traffic slow. And you know, all of a sudden they want to be, and it's not just us at rebate house. We're not just something that crazy special, but in general, they want to be agents, best friends. And I think that that's really telling, right? Like I think that, I think that ultimately like you need to remain humble the whole time. Like there were sales reps that I worked with in the last two years where again, it was a boom. They had nothing to sell, right? They had nothing to sell. They had no homes to show. Everything was sold, but they still got up and took people into their office and they were like, great, let's yeah. talk about what your options are. Like, you know, all yeah. of that. And there are others that were like, sorry, we have nothing for you, you know, yeah. kick the door. So I think, I think it's really interesting how it's flipped. It's flipped. And I yes. think salespeople just need to know that like, like working with the realtor makes yep. everything so much easier. You yes. just have to have the right person, the right relationship. There's no, there, there should be no like uncomfortable level of personal feelings. Nothing. No. The goal is to get the transaction done. Well, and it's also educational. And get the client into a house. It's super educational. I don't think enough sales reps realize that like people, the, okay. So this is a cool stat. 20% of all the realtors that are licensed right now in America, 20%, and this is probably changing because people are dropping like flies, um, got licensed in the last two years. That means that one in five agents that you're talking to as a new home sales rep has never done anything except order take, right? When things were easy and good. So I think these sales reps get frustrated like when they're like, oh, you're talking, you know, your client out of a deal, your client's ready to go. And you're like, no, let's go look at more homes because they don't understand. You have to put the work in and educate, right? If you're a sales rep, you have to explain to them like, this is how new construction works like this is the process i was at a, co uh, a convention thing that align mortgage did for builder reps and one of the questions a realtor asked was like how does commission work like he did it he thought that incentives and the realtor commission were the same thing so when all the flyers said like six thousand dollars in incentives he thought that that meant that he had to pick between like himself getting commission or like the buyer getting money Damn. and like and that it was that amount only up to six thousand dollars something that you and I like that's so elementary to us that we would never think about that. Yeah. But if he, if that question was asked, what other agents don't know? So I think that the big thing Damn. with there, I think the big thing with that, with the sales reps and, and my advice would be like, keep an open mind, but be educational. Yeah. Right. And there's some really great sales yes. reps where I just love working walking with in with them, working with them. They, they, they just, they have just like a certain aura, like, and it feels good to be around because someone's going to trust your word. Right. And so if someone's going to trust your word, you're going to take them to Absolutely. someone that I'm going to trust their word. Absolutely. And so they're going to trust them too. Absolutely. And, and it just makes life so easy when you communicate well. Right. And man, I, I mean, just, just talking about it, we do so much new construction. We do a lot of new construction. And there's some really good new construction options right now. There is, there's some good deals, there's some good discounts and not only that, but just, you know, having the resources in the database, like we have that, right? So I think that's one of the big things that, you know, sets us up for our agents to do well. We've got some, you know, up and comers, right? Um, young in the, in the business, right? Not in age, young in the business, you know, with like their year one realtors, right? You know, just kind of newbies that are, doing, I, I was talking to Chris Engstrom, right? He, he's only been with us actually right about a year right now. Um, but you know, he's at like 34 transactions year to he's date, a right? Monster. And, and again, like, you know, you hear that and you're like, man, this is a year one agent, right? That's come in 
and is at 34 transactions and growing while we're slow, like while people are slowing. And he's 21. Yeah, and literally just getting started. He's a monster. His he's whole life's ahead so of him. Good. So good. And so ultimately, you know, whether it's your sales rep or you're an agent, I think it's important that people know that like we have a platform a foundation to make people turbo successful yeah. like like legitimately i like when you use the word turbo, turbo or, or, or what do i uber or ultra there's, there's there's ultra turbo mega mega <laughs> like it's just these are like these a, are really good words these are really good words that you use that absolutely all the time and you use them sometimes where they don't they don't need to be used i know whatsoever and, and that's, that's my bad that's why i like when you use them the most so that's my bad so all right <laughs> wrapping this wrapping this up so guys Thank you so much, Joey, for being here. Mega, thank the, you. Mega, thank you. This has been episode five of the Marty Party. Uh, thanks so much again for tuning in. Um, as always, uh, Joey's contact info is going to be in the video. So he works here at Rebate House. If you guys are looking to buy a home, you're looking to sell a home, if you're looking for rentals, if you're looking for anything at all, Aww. this is a man to call. He, he's absolutely one of the best in the game. So um, check out Joey's info below. Please like and follow the page again for more content and more guests. And uh, we'll check in mid-season with Joey. We'll, we'll put out a, a Marty Party kind of a part B to just see how his uh, NFL predictions are holding up. We'll check in uh, check in mid-season. So. We'll check in. We'll absolutely. see how it goes for me. But thanks for being here, man. No, thank you, bro. I'm excited for a rebed house. I'm, I'm glad you had me on. And I'm, ex I'm excited for the future, bro. It's going to be fun this we're, year. We're going to have a great year. We're going to have a lot of fun. So that's all for this week, guys. Thanks so much. And we'll catch you next time. Cool.